Is that way too close? Yeah, because I'm not going to sit like that, am I? But then move your mic. <laughs> I can do that. do that. Is that better? You hear the creaks in his muscles and bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you been up to? Yeah, oh, man. If you knew... Wait, they're going to come down. My eyes... The amount the of eye rolling. running. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. For reals, yo. Mm. For reals. The amount of running I've had to do the last few days. Why? Like nuts. Are you training for a... No, not literally. Mm. Metaphorically speaking. What kind of running? Although I have um, started a little bit of a regime. Cycling, rowing, and punching bag. Nice. At home. Yeah, the cycling is when I'm thinking about, you know, just cycling on a hot summer's day the rowing is when I'm thinking about <laughs> rowing on a nice hot summer's day and the punching bag is with you mm. well rather me than the fam the, no, no the punching bag actually I, I, looks, I got it. looks like I got it you mm. rather mm. large mm. rather static mm. rather cumbersome mm. rather punching bag like so you're you're a wordsmith <laughs> um so your regime is basically all yeah, so, in your so mind no 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 so i do 15 minutes on each where do you do the rowing you have a rowing machine i i know of would i be incriminating myself if i said i know of somebody who has a rowing machine and i row in his home row 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 there was what movie was that in? There was a, was it, in. Conair, where the guy would row, row, row your boat. Wasn't it? Gently You've got down. the whole oh, that's, world. That's it. Yeah. That's, it is. That was a terrible he's film. Got the whole you loved that film, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it had its moments. When they, lie. when they, they, ba- they basically total Las Vegas for one, <laughs> yeah. one guy's insulin. <laughs> Just so. Terrible. The the the. Uh, you do fifteen minutes of running in the house or out and about. Oh, that was a quick, sharp change. Um, no, it's all there. Oh, so he's got a running machine. He's got a no, running no, machine. No, no. He's got a punch cycling bag. Cycling machine. Cycling. Oh, beg your pardon. Yeah. Rowing, and a punch bag, which reminds me of you. Okay. Well. I work on the punch bag really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure the punch bag jab, doesn't jab, feel jab. it. Yeah. Jab, jab, jab. So is this your? Are these your UFC affiliated? No, no, they're not friends. No, these are real friends. Something. Which <laughs> you. <laughs> so you got some positive feedback. Yeah, I got some positive feedback, and um, they were. He was. Um, he said it was good, man. Out of nowhere, he just heard it out of nowhere. No, I met him at a petrol station. Yeah. Zed, if you're listening. Is that with the? Uh, Dangereux liaisons. No, no, it was a uh, how you say in Francais? Uh, liaison. Liaison d'Frenchion. <laughs> terrible. No, no, was, <laughs> I, just, I just met him at uh, a petrol station. Your big up Z, and he just said, um, "I've been listening to your podcast." I said, "Okay, go on then." So, any feedback? And he said, "Yeah, it's good." And then I was like, "All right, go on then." It, this is a however moment, isn't mm. it? It's a but. It's a but it's moment. Omar. Oh my butt! Who's <laughs> <laughs> oh my butt? Oh my butt! I can't believe you said it. I was gonna say Seymour, but I thought you're never gonna say Seymour butts, are you? The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Simpsons. The oh my! Did you remember the oh my butt? No, oh my no. Butt. <laughs> no. What was it? Oh my. <laughs> He's lost it. Oh, I swear, I thought it was up. He's never gonna say it. Oh my god! Oh my days! What a George! Get it! Get it! Look it! Okay. Seymour. Okay. So we're good to start? Wait, wait, wait. You didn't tell me. So <laughs> you, you you said this is going to be a butt moment. <laughs> what, the what? You said it was going to be a butt moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there was no butt. 
Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> there was no but, and he, he was just very um, How old uh, positive. Is he? How old is he? Forty-two, forty-one, forty, older than us, older than me. Mm. Mm. One dose, and the time works to the second. But more than five doses breaks the delay barrier, and the formula works instantly. Child starts to shrink. Child starts to grow fur. Child growing a tail. All this happens is precise in precisely twenty-five seconds. Shrinking more. Child is no longer a child. The witches. The child is a mouse. Is a mouse. The witches. Yeah. The Angelica Houston one. Yeah. Because there's a new one come out. That's exactly why I mentioned it. Directed by Nicholas Rogue. Rogue. Watched that in the cinema, man. Um, it was quite scary. Roll dark. There, there are some weird bits, you know, yeah. when they take off their wigs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And their noses come out from under those masks. Yes. It's brilliant. Rowan Atkinson, fantastic yeah, film. Yeah, he had a little camera. Jane though. Horrocks, Hol- Horrocks. Uh, uh, Horrocks, I think. Horrocks. It was, it was a pretty, pretty good, good cast. cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty good cast. But they made him American. Why did they make him American, man? Who the kid? Yeah, I to obviously know. to appeal to the American. I, I'd audiences. imagine so. Yeah, I don't think that would happen these days. New Witches is out. We're starring uh, a plethora, pinata. No, a, it's a got a plethora um, of people. A uh, famous yeah. Anne Hathaway, I think. Yeah, it is. She Anne was Hathaway, your favourite from Dark Knight Rises. Uh, you know, she was mm. good in Dark Knight Rises. So Man, <clears throat> the film was quite good. Don't well. get me started. And hello to you all out there, and welcome to Movies, TV, and Tangents. I'm Ibsen. He's Raz. Say hello, Raz. Hello, Raz. How's Omar? We hope you and yours have been well during these rather unorthodox, Seymour. unconventional, and rather zany of times. Well, I mean, zany is totally the wrong term. No, well, I, I, I synonymed the thing. Did you? Yeah, and it came up. Last time it was our twenty-fourth show, and today is our quarter century. So we're like an English um, married couple. No, I was going to say English cricketer because they tend not to get more than twenty-five. No, back in the day we're talking. Nowadays they're pretty. Anyway, which makes it our, all together now. 26th? No, 25th. Needless to say, we will not be renewing the well-known Spike Lee joint, 25th Hour, starring Ed Ed Norton Norton. and Philip Seales Hoffman. Seales? Yeah, Seymour. (laughs) Seymour. Nor will we be reviewing 25 words or less which I've never heard of, but uh, has 214 episodes, according to IMDb. Mm. Really? 25 <laughs> words or less? Yeah. And nope, we are not going to rev- be reviewing Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Apparently, that's, I remember the, that. full, that's the full um, title. People just remember Buck Rogers. But yeah. I, when in, was order, that in order for this introduction, I had to look for the full title. When was it and from? It says, when? 60s. When? No, 70s, late 70s, I think. So it was 80s. Um, we will, however, be reviewing Little Fires Everywhere. <clears throat> Ready Player One, White Chapel, White. Extreme Cake Makers. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to bother you, by the way. As in that we will. <laughs> and uh, we're going to end with UK rap game. Yo, what up? Um, but we'll get back to that in a bit. Uh, remember, if you'd like to get in touch and take part, then you can do so by emailing us at movies.tv.tangents at gmail. Dot com and follow us at Movies TV Tangents on Instagram and you can also download the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. Just search for Movies TV and Tangents. So, sir, um, shall we do our first review? Can I talk about Little Fires Everywhere? Mm. No? No, go for it. I was excited by this, man. I, I was Okay, so sitting at home one day with uh, the eternal better half, um, you should probably get happy about that. Do I really mean it? Who knows? So I was sitting there and... She's uh, <laughs> not going to be that happy now, mate. <laughs> so I was sitting there and I think... And we think and um, I think we've seen too many thrillers and, and kind of people being kidnapped and their bodies being found in woods and all that sort of stuff. You know, that, that, that police chase you know, and, those, and detectives. Those, 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 those couple... Those really upbeat... Romantic kind of uh, ventures that you and yeah. the missus go yeah. for. Yes. So I th- we thought, okay, let's go for something drama type of thing and um this was on is this a netflix no it isn't this is on this was amazon on, on on amazon prime and it came up as just drama right and i i think i told you this last time i don't just do drama i just find it drama yeah i do i find it drama um but 
I thought, okay, let's give this a go. So I read the synopsis. Um, so by the way, I should mention, made in yeah, 20... you, you might have to mention the synopsis. Yeah. Twenty twenty synopsis based on Celeste goes twenty seven. That's her name. Celeste goes. She doesn't. It's not. She doesn't goes. Uh, not just goes. Celeste you, you has left the building. You know, some people say he's, he goes. So I goes, then yeah. he goes, and I'm yeah. like, you didn't go anywhere. No. You said, and then they said. The guy goes to me. Oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, anyway, so based on Celeste uh, Goh's 2017 bestseller, Little Fires Everywhere, follows the intertwined fate of the picture-perfect Richardson family and the enigmatic mother and daughter who append their lives. Creators Liz uh, Tigalar, uh, starring Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, and Rosemary DeWitt. I don't do drama. This was very good. Mm-hmm. This was very strong. The the Reese Witherspoon right is always one of the. She's a bit of a. She started off as being a bit of a marmite type of person, for me. The more I see her acting, right, the more I think you know she is fantastic. Right. Like First she she plays I, a certain I, role I, yeah, very. That's very, what I'm saying. Very. That's what I'm saying. Well, she plays an American dream loving yeah, dream living the American mother. pie type of yeah 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 but boy does she, she play it perfectly well. okay. and and the little idiosyncrasies you can see in her performances that differentiates one performance to another mm. like you you can you can tell she studied or, you know characters in 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 reality and kind of uh, mimic them on the screen and uh, on the screen and probably so her mom yeah uh, if she was here she'd probably say talk about my mom <laughs> Probably not. Um, dude, this was fantastic, man. Kerry Washington is brilliant in it. The only thing I would say is that she has this grimace face too often, right? It's too, it's too OTT. The child, uh, Rosemary DeWitt, is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And it's about how the lives of the rich, they try, uh, when, they leave, when they meet the lives of the poor in inverted commas, Right or the well-off, and how the two just don't. And it, there's a lot about race here as well, and and the whole, uh, you know, how it's difficult for one race, and how you know it's 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 the institutions and and the way things are made up in a in a country makes it easier for a particular race. In this case, the the white race in America, and how it's difficult for 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 black people. Just the way it's acted, man. Really good. The the kind of scenarios they get themselves into. I'll give you an example. She tries to be nice, and she tries to. She, she's not a Kerry Washington's an artist, and she tries to be nice by kind of uh, leasing, renting the house to them. But she kind of finds out that they're living out of a uh, out of a car. No spoilers, because you see it right from the beginning. Living out of a car, and in order to be safe, she's like, okay, I'll drop the rent a little bit, which is fine, right? She's doing something good. But it's the kind of way she does it and the language she uses. She gets herself into a right pickle and comes across as a, unfortunately, bigot. a bit bigot and, and maybe even a racist. But the, that institutional racism, she can't, it, it's intertwined. She can't shred it away from the nice person that she's trying to be. And and it's the same with the, with, with uh, Kerry Washington, who plays this kind of uh, we think down and out kind of artist um, but she has ingrained in her this kind of almost hate but it's not quite hate but th- just this kind of um, weariness weariness of the other right and it's just the way they kind of their, their lives are intertwined because she ends up working for her and all the rest of it and so you know the white uh, master black slave th- there's so much going on it's brilliant. The only thing I would say is that there are two or three filler episodes, and guess what they do? Yes, they go back into the history and find out what they were like when they're in the teens and blah blah blah. And I felt that part was a little bit dry, yeah. man. Yeah, it was dry so and I, a little I, bit. I, I, but I, the five out of the yeah, eight episodes good. were very good. I strongly recommend. Yeah, so it, you strongly recommended this yeah. to me. So um, me and the the wife. Oh, did you see it? No. Oh, just mm. just. Mm. Yeah, mind your neck in. Okay. So me and the wife finished Ratched or Ratched, which is Ratched you nurse, nurse Ratched, isn't it? Yeah, but you can say Ratched, can't you as well? Can you? Yeah, because of the way it's spelt. It's one of those words where you. Yeah, but it's a name it's like though. A neither, neither. Yeah, but it's a name. 
Ratchet. Yeah, but it might not be. It's alluding to oh, more than double, just, just double the meanings. name. Right? Anyway, Ratched, whatever you want to call it. So we finished Ratched. this, and I said, look, Ratched. Ibra says... Ratched. Ratched. We watched Ratched, and then Ibra <laughs> said, let's check out this little fires everywhere. Yes. So, so she was like, cool. So, yeah, so yeah. she read the synopsis, and she was like, mm, I'm not sure. I said, look, it seems a bit more chicky than Melee, if I'm being honest, just yeah, by yeah, the yeah. synopsis. Yeah. So, Thanks. you know, let's, well, you know, get in touch with your feminine side, you know, get in touch. But, um, nice. so, yeah, so, um, we watched the trailer. Yeah, what did you think? And, uh, <laughs> we watched the trailer. I'm thinking several things right now. Yeah, what did you think Remember when you watched emergency exits? Um, so, it looked quite standard to me. It looked like I knew what was going to happen from the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Right, which is fine because the journey yeah. can be good, right? Yeah, yeah. But the the wife said, "Nah." Are you serious? Yeah, she was like, "Nah." So that's the only reason I haven't watched it. But I'm very disappointed that you haven't watched Utopia. First of all, yes, I and and, and I don't really want. You don't care for the show now. Talk to you anymore? Okay, Ready Player One. So Ready Player One, 2018, um, two hours, 20 minutes, action, adventure, Are you really disappointed in me? No more than usual. When the creator of virtual reality uh, called the Oasis... That hurts. ...dies... My heart. Good. He makes a post... uh, post, Posthumous challenge... You ruined this, man. (laughs) When the creator of virtual reality called the Oasis dies, he makes a posthumous challenge to all Oasis users to find his East Egg... Which will give the finder his fortune and Easter control. Egg. Easter egg. Okay. Which will give the finder his fortune and control of as well. This Easter egg is not uh, what you would normally define an Easter egg as a chocolate egg. Under. Yeah, a chocolate egg. This is an Easter egg is a hidden gem, right? Like that 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 was like inspired. Coined. Yeah, like the, which no, which was coined in by computer games and now anything where something pays homage to something or there's little details in a film or a video game or a book it's called an easter egg so it's like a serial a lucky gem no no it's not so it's directed by Steven Spielberg Spiel and it's written by Zach Penn uh, and it's uh, Ernest Klein it's based on the book by Ernest Klein right written by Zach Penn yeah yeah right yeah yeah no relation to Sean no relation to Sean. Mm. No relation to shut the hell up. So then it uh, stars Ty Sheridan, Olivia Cook, Ben Mendelssohn, blah, blah, blah. Now, I watched this. Uh, after Did you watch having, this recently? No, I watched oh, it okay, a while okay, back. Yeah, I just watched it again. Yeah. Um, so I watched this after reading the book. And the book is interesting. It's interesting. It has certain aspects of it that are interesting. Mm. But it's not a great book. I didn't read it and think, wow, you they know, should make this a movie is really good. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. should make a movie out of it. I think that pretty much surmises the film. Is It's okay. All right? The special mm. effects are nice, but it feels like somebody who has never played for prolonged periods of time a computer game how they imagine a computer game to be. Yeah, it gives an it gives just enough nuts yeah, to kind I of mean, make it. I mean it's great to see like, you know, all the different characters yeah. and the DeLorean and, you know, Master Chief and mm. Mario and Sonic and all these you know, it pays homage to loads of films. There's a whole shining section of it, which is actually arguably the best section of the film. Um but it just kind of feels like lame. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like yeah, you just yeah, think yeah. to yourself, oh, it's like it's like when when a video game is going to come out, and they put a trailer on, and the trailer says not actual game footage at yeah, the bottom yeah. of it. Yes, that's a very good example. And that is exactly what this film feels like. When you get the final product, yeah, it's not and it's I mean it's, it's 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 woke and it's 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 lame. Basically, it's lame. I mean, the visually, 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 is really, really good. I know that your other half, better other half, she loved, loved it. it. She loved it, and I just thought it was, it was, it was mediocre, in my opinion, mediocre. But it, it is, it definitely has that feeling of someone who's never really played computer games. What they feel a computer game would be like. I think the, um, the Ben Mendelsohn character was just a real caricature of. Um, 
you know, the archetypal corporate bad guy. It, it's, it's, what did you think of Ty Sheridan? He's the leader. I quite it, like him. I think he's, he's a decent actor, but I mean, but it's not a great script. No, it wasn't. Uh, it, it, it wasn't it, helped by um, the script. I think once again, visually, it's nice. It's pretty. It mm. looks like computer graphics because a lot of it is obviously computer graphics because they're in a virtual reality world. Um, I think if they went down a bit of a darker route, it could have maybe had a bit more, which the 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 shining section of it kind of nodded to a little but overall you knew what was going to happen you knew how they were going to get there filmed in if some of the scenes were filmed in the great city of birmingham well i mean this, this that's only, birmingham uk as opposed to birmingham alabama. alabama yeah yeah i just felt was that was that i just felt like it was lame i mean the, the best way i can describe it is meh Seven and a half um, out of ten it got on IMDb. Way too what, what, would you, what would you give five it? Five and a half, six out of ten. A, a six? Five and a half? Five and a half, I'd say. Five, five and, and a half, half. Is, a, is, a, is about fair. Would you give it an extra 0.5 or half a point for the fact that it was filmed? I think that's, that's in why Birmingham. I've given it the that's extra why you 0.5 because it. okay. it's filmed in one of the greatest cities in the, the known world. Quite, quite possibly. Yeah. Quite but possibly. I, I honestly think if you haven't played computer games for any period of time and haven't really become engrossed in that kind of world, then you will really enjoy this film more so than someone who, you know, is a gamer, really. I mean, I don't consider myself to be a gamer anymore, but there have definitely been periods of my life where I have been, whew, yes, very much into it. So, and I know you are, that's, you know, you're... you're more of a collector. Yeah, more of a collector. Bone collector. Well, more, Game collector. More, you know, the, the sad Spine person who collector. keeps everything in plastic and, you know, for no re- apparent no, reason. No, not everything. But I do like a sealed game or two, but that, that's more of the retro games I prefer sealed. Mm. But the current games, I also like sealed. Mm. So... There's, uh, one, there's only I one thing I like sealed. And I can... Your lips. Carry on. <laughs> but yeah ready ready player one it's, it's on netflix at the moment <laughs> yeah and it's um that was harsh man <laughs> well <laughs> i'm not sorry um so it's on netflix at the moment people can can watch it there if they want to you're making it that face which says don't watch it rather than i don't know give I, it a I, go I, th- I think it's a long movie i it's think like people two and a half hours, isn't i think it? people would really have a mission people would really enjoy it if they, I mean, there's nods to the Iron Giant in there, you know, Pac-Man. There's real, you know, there's a lot of things to it's, like it's about superfi- it. But it's superficial. Yeah, it's, exactly, nods, exactly. It? It's, like, it's like, yeah, you know, we'll put this in here because it looks cool. This, and the, but that'll appease those guys. Yeah, we'll put this in mm, that will mm. make those guys happy, or you know, and girls. I was, I was disappointed. If I'm being honest with you, I okay. was disappointed, and I'm, I'm very surprised at the score it has. Also, okay. I thought it'd be much less than that. I thought it'd be about six point one ish. You thought it'd be lesser. Lesser. Um, should we do Whitechapel or, or Extreme Cakeover? Have you seen Whitechapel? No, I've read the synopsis. Man, it looks good. Okay, so Whitechapel also on Netflix, and I just yep. I just started it just on a whim. Yes. And the BBC. Um, this is a BBC drama from two thousand nine to two thousand thirteen. Bro, it looks good, man. And I, I, I right, where have right, I been? right. So where so, have I been? So, seven point nine. Yeah. So seven point nine off eleven thousand. What's this called really. again? White Chapel. Have you seen the second? The second. How many series are there? I've seen all four seasons. All four seasons. Yeah. So Bo, they're like they're like Bo, Bethnal Green, and Mile End. Do you hear that? No. That's the dust ball swinging through <clears throat> there, my friend. Okay. Yeah, White Chapel. Uh, I mean, is that even the correct order? White Chapel. No, it's not. It's Angel. It's some um, old Kent Road. Oh, here we go. He's giving it the luck. Go on. Then. I, I don't know Angel the correct order. I'm just saying Houston it. Road. But it's all this. And e- then um, it's all in the East End, isn't it? Penton, Pentonville, Pentonville Road, isn't it? I Those are know. the blue ones. I don't know. No, the yeah, but the the, the east. Are you talking about a line, just, or are you talking about Monopoly? No, no, I'm, I'm just talking. No, no, I'm not. I'm t- talking about the line, as in the East End of London. I'm not talking about talking about Monopoly. So what would it? Were be? you thinking about Monopoly? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the red line, the the red. Central line. Central line. The central line. Yeah. So I, I don't end. know the order. Mile but it, they're all next to each other, aren't it's they? Mile end. I think Whitechapel is central. Green Lane, Whitechapel. Because Green Lane is after Mile End, isn't it? Oh, Wood, Woodbury, Woodbury, South Woodbury. Oh, anyway. No, that's that's further out. Of zone five. Uh, I think. Anyway, um, 
so there's 18 episodes of this. A yeah. fast-tracked inspector, a hardened detective sergeant, and an expert in historical homicides investigate modern crimes with connections to the past in the Whitechapel district of London. So it's created by Ben Court and Caroline Ip. <laughs> no relation to Ip, Ip man. man. It's Ip Man, isn't it? Is it? I call him Ip Man. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, if your internet goes down, he's the guy you want to call up. So do you always say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ip Man Three. Yeah. Ip, 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 IP Man. Ip Freely. Yeah. Uh, Ip Man. <laughs> yeah. Omar. What do you do in the toilet? I, Anyway, so it stars <laughs> Rupert Penry Jones, Phil Davis, uh, Steve Pemberton. Now, I started this, and I thought this is a uh, this is a bit it's strange. So right. yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit strange. It, it's not really as gruesome to be like a eight, it's a fifteen certificate, so it's not gruesome to be an eighteen certificate, but it's not lame to be a PG so there are moments of uh, I think particularly when the gore uh, and the guts yeah the gore and the guts when they're doing autopsies and things like yeah, this yeah. but they're not actually performing the autopsies they're just having a discussion over a body which has been autopsied okay, okay. so is this got anything to do with like Jack the Ripper is, is this like historical or no is no the first season is about Jack the Ripper the second season is about the craze the oh, third so, so season. They, so they yeah, yeah, like his, go from, forward from the Whitechapel area. Chronological right? order. No, no, it's set oh. now. It's set in modern okay. day. But they, they, they have a historian who kind of there's a killer who's mimicking the crimes of Jack the right. Ripper in the first season. And say that, and then, then it goes on with that. Why didn't you say that? Right. So, the the yep the actual show. It's one of those where you think it's not that good, really, but you still go for more. Okay. And that is in in part because the performances are good, very stereotypical character kind of performances, but still very well acted, uh, really good production values. One thing which did annoy me was, is that Whitechapel is a very busy district of London. It is now. It, it historically it has, always been. has always been right. That's what I meant. But it's dead. Twenty four seven, they're able to get from place to place. Mm. Once again, nitpicking on this, this you issue. Are. Right, so the the Jack the Ripper season is good and it ends really well as well. He's pointing the, a finger at me, so I'm, it, I'm must, pointing, it must end. It, it very ends well. really well as well. The second season on the craze is a bit dodgier, but once again, it picks up pace. And the funny thing is, is the craze f- as in the serial from Aldi, or craze as in the two gangsters in from the East End. Yeah, it's for the serial from Aldi. That that somebody is mimicking the crimes of the serial from Aldi. <laughs> Have you lost your? <laughs> The craze, K R A Y S, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, and then. <laughs> this guy, I tell you. So then, so then the. the, 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 the oh my God. Sorry. The, Sorry. I'm and then stay quiet. The, the funny thing is, is the oh final season, God. it really picks up pace with a supernatural oh, okay. bent to it, which I genuinely found creepy, okay? And then it ends, and there's not been any more since then. So is it just four episodes? It's just, no, there's four seasons, four seasons, four seasons right? Seasons, yeah, but yeah. the fourth season ends wonderfully. And when okay. I say wonderfully, I mean genuinely wonderfully. So the, 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 the detective inspector, he suffers from OCD, right? And um, it's kind of touched upon in earlier seasons, and then it gets kind of full-blown in, in, in season three and four. And the... Um, the use I mean it's you kind of like rolling your eyes a little bit because they they use they have a historian in the basement kind of thing yeah and he's kind of looking up old old uh, cold cases and solved cases yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they can use that to kind of uh, to, to to help the, the killers who are, who are out and about at, the, at that time it ends really really well and it ends on a point where you think to yourself I really want more of this but apparently I've checked out all the message boards and stuff it's and not coming it. back okay alright uh, but it is Definitely worth a watch. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, it's definitely worth what I have to say. You gotta you gotta stick with it a little because mm-hmm. there will be moments because it's not as gritty and realistic. It's edited in a way which is a bit annoying. It does remind me as kind of a precursor to the way Sherlock, the television series, was edited. You okay. know, sometimes you know the short, sharp takes, and right, then right. you know he's, he's like Victor, thinking. Yeah, what's his name? Like Wright. 
Victor Meldrick. I don't believe. No, that's no, no, what uh, what's his name? Wright, the 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 guy who who did all the Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. No, it's not edited like, not that. like that. It's not short, sharp takes. Okay. You know, it's not like the hand, the key going in the door, yeah, and that, then the door yeah, being yeah, yeah. closed. It's no. not like that. But okay. it's like so they'll have a scene. Like imagine we're here talking, okay. and then it will cut to another scene. But there'll be quite grotesque images in between, like of oh, you know. No, is it like CSI? No, it's. I mean, it's difficult to describe. There's like a mont. There's You're montage. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Your praise means everything. So the the uh, there's like a montage <laughs> yeah, yeah. of things going on in between it, and that does get a bit jarring. Okay. Particularly in the fourth season, does get a bit jarring. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would give this a solid seven out of ten. Okay. It's it's it, yeah it's 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 worth a watch. I think. Um, where is it? Where is it? I mean, is it as good as Cardinal? Uh, the the killing. Not as good as Cardinal. The killing, the killing, Broadchurch, True Detective. Like, where where are you going to put it? In it, does it come under that or? Yeah, what's, I mean, what's, I mean, what's those, it similar to? Those what's are those to? are those are decent comparisons. Um, but I think it's a little closer to a cross between Sherlock and it's not like Broadchurch. It's maybe a little like The Killing. Okay, it's not like Cardinal. I mean, yeah. No, is, it's is it a guy like and a gal? Is it like two? two no, it's. It, just I mean, it's. Chat. It's. Yeah, it's the detective inspector and um, uh, his sergeant. And a guy who looks like Donald Trump by the. Yeah, he does look a bit like Donald by Trump. By the side, he, yeah. the side angle, side profile. So I did. I did definitely get a lot of Sherlock vibes off it. Obviously, okay. without Sherlock Holmes in it. Yep. But I did. Um, I did get that that kind of um, feel from it. Um, and I think that also, if you liked. Uh, Sherlock then you will like this uh, I, but I, I have to say that this, the finals the final episode of the final season I did not see that coming at all and I mean at all and it's so brilliantly done that you will think to yourself wow that is really really well written really well written and really well played out um, so yeah Two, one think? and a half thumbs one up. One and a half thumbs up. Okay, I shall watch it. Okay, so voice or no voice? Mikasa sukasa. No voice. Mikasa esukasa. Yeah. Mikasa esukasa. It's not mikasa sukasa. Mikasa esukasa. My house is your, is your house. house. Actually, I take it back. That's not true at all. Isn't it? Well, of course it is, but it's not the point. What? As in, what's not true? As in my? As in this? The, mikasa, mikasa esukasa. Mikasa, no, it's, you're wrong. It, it is Mikasa Esukasa. That's what the Japanese say. <laughs> Mikasa Tukasa. Mikasa tu Esukasa. Mikasa Esukasa. Yeah, Mikasa Esukasa. That's what I was saying. Informal to one person. Yeah. Mikasa Esukasa. Yeah. Mikasa Esukasa. Right, so Mikasa wrong. Esukasa. You were wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Okay, voice or no voice? No oh, voice. No voice. We do not train to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. Here in the streets... In competition, a man confronts you. He is the enemy. An enemy deserves no mercy. I want to say Karate Kid. But? I don't think it is Karate Kid. So what do you want to say? Oh, well, you, you, you told me what you want to say. What do you think it oh, is? Oh, give me the voice. What's your heart saying? Give me the voice. I can't do it. He's, 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 he's got a, um, a voice that I cannot mimic right now. Here in the streets. Here in the streets. Here in the streets. Is it Warrior? Warrior, you know the, the warriors, the war- warrior, as in the, the two brothers. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go. No. I'm gonna Tom go. Hardy and um, uh, Joel Edgerton. You Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. I'm gonna go for Karate Kid. 1984. A martial arts master agrees to teach karate to a bullied teenager. Directed by John G. Avildsen. <laughs> uh, starring Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita, and <clears throat> Elizabeth Shue. Yes. It is. That was good. You got to admit that yeah, was that, that, that was pretty good. Uh, no and that was John Crease. Um, is it Crease or Creasy? Crease. Yeah. Have you, you seen know, Cobra Kai? The, the Cobra Kai dude. No. Have you seen Cobra no, Kai? I've seen the first season. I really liked it. I, I really want to watch it. It's, it's on Netflix now. Seen, as well. I haven't seen it. I haven't you haven't seen, seen it. any. You I've been seen watching this. Um, the YouTube one. It was on out on YouTube. Yeah, I, I think know, it was a YouTube production. But the first season was was good, man. It was good. It's on like season three or four now. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it gets better. My mate. He is constantly like Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. So what are we doing now? Um, lettuce, make like a salad. Lettuce, um, talk about extreme cake makers. Okay. 
a lettuce. Yeah, but you don't put lettuce in cakes, man. It doesn't hold. No, no, lettuce. lettuce yeah, I get it. I get make the lettuce, like a salad. But, yeah, but I mean, it would be better if you actually had a, you know, like uh, something like. Let's uh, talk about something sweet. So <laughs> let's talk about a sweet show. No, no. So this extreme is cake this is oven ready. Let's talk about extreme cake makeover. Oven ready. You make cakes in an oven. You see, see what I did there. That's just an overbaked way of saying. Lettuce make lettuce. <laughs> lettuce make salad. Yeah. Okay. 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 You lost your damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> so this. That boy is... good. <laughs> well, really good. You lost your damn. You lost when's your that? Damn. When's, uh, coming I, to America? I'm assuming it's coming going... to America. No, no, it's coming, called coming to America two. Coming to America two. Coming to America because Donald Trump. Donald Trump kicked you out the first time. Anyway, extreme cake makers, an elite group of sugar <laughs> sugar craft specialists, turns cakes into delicious, elaborate works of art. I think my kids watch this. Um, yeah, so do mine. So, I was sitting there one day, and I'm thinking, what What are these guys watching? This is um, Eloyd Burrell, that's what I call her, mm. and uh, Liliana Leila. I'm watching, and I'm thinking, right, what's what's this guy? What's this What's this person doing? And I have to say, they are the most amazing, elaborate cakes I have ever seen. Right? Then, after that point, like you see, you see one because there's there's maybe three or four different cake makers, and they get commissioned to do these like crazy cakes based on person's life, based on person's job, whatever anniversary, blah 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 blah. But these aren't. It is it. It isn't like. The Great British Bake Off, you know, where they're all kind of I've together, and there's a competition, and they have to present to a judge, and, and you know, they get they get a, a rating, sure that, and, and every sure there and is that though, isn't it? No, they get a rating, and every single every single week, there's um, a person gets thrown off the show, and, and you know, you, you then end up with the two bakers, and they sort of um, fight bake it off. fight it out. Yeah, do they bake off? They, they do. They, 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 is it a yeah. John Woo film? No. No, that would be Face Off. Was it the, the basis for the John movie? No, that would be Face Off. He saw Bake Off and he thought, hmm, hmm, I wonder if I can spin this somehow. Yeah, but the Bake Off came up he, after. He did this with his hand. He thought, no, that <laughs> doesn't work um, on the radio. It, this show's really entertaining, man. Yeah, yeah, it's they love really it. entertaining. My kids, love the, it. my kids are obsessed. Mm. And it brings a different dimension to the Great British Bake Off because. The cakes often it, it, it's not so much about how they taste. The cakes as such, yeah. um, it's how more about look. the personalities and the personalities and, of the cakes. No, the personalities, as in the people judging the cakes. And, oh, surely and, and, that's, and the, the, that's and the, the, ca- the contestants. With, no, but that's the case with every single show. Like it's this. it's not in it's not and it's not really about the people making the cakes. Here. It's more of an the, the emphasis is more about the final product and the cakes, dude. I'm telling you, man, they take some of these cakes take about a week. To make, it must you know they must get commissioned. They must get paid thousands because they are be- they are works of art, man. Mm. They are works of art. And there was one that I was watching recently, and it was a uh, for, for a bodybuilder. She made she even made like like rips and biceps and the whole Bruce Lee kind of wings on the side and the, the guy's tense. Yeah, the lats, and they even had the spray tan. So when you put the spray tan, it was dark. It was like. Um, Dark in certain places to give Bronzer. it that, that, yeah. Dark in certain places and light in others, so it gives that feel that it's kind of 3D. really three. I mean, it was three D, but to kind of give it that realism, and you just think, "Wow, man! Mm. Wow, this is so awesome!" And it's 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 quite addic- uh, it's quite addictive. Mm. And they don't even concentrate too much on the people getting the cake at the end and the whole gratification and this is amazing and they're eating the cake and blah blah blah. It's more to do with the art and the mastery that goes into and the artisan, the the artisan that goes into making this thing. They show how they develop it. They do kind of like sketches and all the rest mm. of it. Right? It's so interesting because it's not just about being able to. They, they have to first draw the thing, right? So they have obviously artistic skills. They then have to create these molds. They then have to sculpt this thing so there's another skill involved they now have to think about the mixtures the cake has to taste nice because it's not all about icing because you can make anything out of icing right it's just it's very it's not oh, too dissimilar I, to mold I, I thought a lot it's of them really I a lot of really them, clever a lot man. of them use it's really good no I've, I've watched a few episodes with what did the you kids. think and 
I, I mean, I liked it. I didn't yeah, dislike yeah. it, but I thought that they kind of use a lot of frosting. The, the uh, icing, yeah, they do. They do. But it's in order to in order to make the final cake, and I just think it it's a skill. Don't get me wrong. I can't I can't bake. No, nah, there's more cake. Trust me, there's more cake. Because every single time the the guys who, who commission make the, the the commissioners tasted the cake, you could see like cake. I don't like um. <laughs> you could see cake, and it was nice. It, and my <laughs> point being is that there wasn't so much icing. It's not all about the icing. No, but there is a lot of icing. There and, is, and I'm not a fan of icing. No, I'm not a huge fan of icing. I take I, I like tend fresh to take it cream. Off. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Yeah, dollar, dollar so bill. The thing yeah. is, the thing is, I, 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 exactly like you said. You look <laughs> at the cakes they make, and you think, wow, what inventive, it's um, crazy, talented individuals. Very, these very talented. Are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean personalities I, are dry. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, this is what I mean. It's I not about. Really, I can't really watch too much of this kind of thing. I really? Just get, I get bored I, after a couple of episodes. I like. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it. F- like, there's like four or five seasons. Four seasons. 121 episodes. They love them. Like my kids love them. All yeah. of the literally from the age of four to the age of and that's the nice 12, thing. They all watch it together. And that's the nice thing. It's different to the Bake Off, but Bake Off lasts for maybe I don't know eight or nine episodes in, in a season. They can get onto this, and it, uh, honestly, uh, it's good, wholesome yeah, family agree. viewing. You, you, your parents can watch it. Kids can watch it. It's one of those things where you know there's not going to be anything dodgy mm-hmm. um, you know it's going to be all clean it's you it's a universal show very universal um, and you can teach things you can talk about things uh, with the kids and uh, sweet show sweet show mm. I'm egg sighted for you you want to you want to be um, checking it out and getting a slice of the action yeah the puns keep them coming uh, don't let talk? anyone deter you. Don't let anyone deter you. What do you want to do? Sorry to bother you. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Too so, late. So, sorry, sorry. Oh my god. Sorry to bother you. 2018. What did you think of this, man? Right. Have you seen it? I think I have. Okay. So, sorry to bother you. Uh, it's a comedy fantasy sci-fi. All right. So, yeah. in an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer Cassius Green discovers a magical key to professional success, what a name. propelling him into a universe of greed. It's directed by Boots Riley, killer name as well. It is. It's written by Boots Riley. It stars Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Jermaine Fowler. I think it's got the no man relation in it as to well. Robbie. No relation, no relation to Robbie. To Robbie. These are two these are separate yeah. families. It's, it's 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 like Jermaine Pennant. And Robbie Fowler, just Jermaine Fowler, no, completely different. And, so it's and, also and got Tessa Thompson, yeah. who could have been the other yeah, daily. Yeah. All right, you've done it, you've done it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it also um, it also has a, a lovely cameo by uh, Danny Glover, who's uh, a legend, in my opinion. Donald? No, sorry. Donald or Danny? No, it's Danny, it's Danny, isn't it? As in Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah, Danny, it's Danny Glover. Danny Glover's in it. Okay. Right. So I watched this film um, because I am actually because the lead is from a, quite a fan of Atlanta. Lakeith Stanfield. I think he has a very good screen presence. Um, he had a small role in Get Out, um, and he has a, a, a minorish role in Atlanta, which is a television series that both you and I enjoy. We enjoyed. I enjoyed the first. Season. I enjoyed both seasons. I didn't enjoy the second well, season as you. much. Yeah. Anyway. So, but the thing is, is that um, I'd heard this was a bit out there and a bit weird, and I like those kind of things. Yeah. So I started watching it, and it's. I it, have seen this. It, it it basically follows a guy who's trying to get ahead in the world, and what he does is is he he becomes a um, a telemarketer, and he's sitting next to uh, to um, uh, Danny Glover. And Danny Glover says to him, he says, Danny, Danny Glover says to the protagonist, Lucky Sanford, is a black, black chap. He says to him, he says, look, you need to use your white voice. And he says, what do you mean like my white voice? So he goes, hi, my name is Michael. You know, kind of pulls his nose and he goes, no. He goes, and it's a really great speech he gives. He goes, he goes like, you're just doing this because you're not interested in the money. You know, you're just doing it as something to do. And he finds that, the voice that he puts on is actually voiced wonderfully by um uh what's his name what's his name what's R2-D2. his name no david cross okay from uh arrested development fame 
Tobias Tobias Funke. <laughs> the first never knew the first uh, therapist and, and <laughs> analyst. I'm not going to say. It. Yeah. And he uh, is uh, and, brilliant in that. Man. And so it it, it I mean Tobias, so oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's got a wonderful voice, yeah, quite yeah, a nasal it's, voice, it's right? Brilliant you know. Voice. Yeah, yeah. And and his and all of his all of his white voice is done by David Cross. And you're watching this, and you're seeing him scale these heights, and because get of the in, voice, get, yeah, get invited to uh, you know the uh, the owner of the company's uh, the house, and what this entails, and then it just takes a like. I mean, last week or the week before, you talked about films which took mad turns, like ninety degree turns, where things happen in like sci-fi and supernatural kind of ways, and you were like, "What's going on here?" It's not. I mean, it, it is really out there what happens. But it is quite a dichotomy of modern day society. Good you know? word. I thought so. I thought so. I don't know where it came from actually. So, and it also, uh, you know, with with Jeff Bezos and the whole Amazon and gig and gig gig culture that we live in, giga yeah. or gig, gig economy, gig economy yeah. and culture kind of that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it it does make you think about how we are viewed in terms of worker bees, drones, and you know the queens you know the queens of 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 the colony kind of thing mm. and the latifas of this world the the, the yeah the yeah the, the yeah the queen latifas of this the queen latifas the queens of this world as in as in Elizabeth. The, the the emperor the people pulling the strings you know yeah. we're just the puppets and there's people pulling our strings right yep. so it does say a lot to that it does lose a bit in 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 this final act but i really didn't enjoy this film but i really liked where it went and I thought I, I thought that he he is a really good screen presence, and I I hope to see some some really good things from him because he's quite versatile. He plays quite a stoner in Atlanta, and in mm. this one he plays just an everyman uh, kind of kind of role. Uh, so Lakeith Stanfield is definitely one to watch for me. You know, if he's got the kind of screen presence that perhaps you know a Denzel a Denzel kind of route he could take. Obviously Denzel went he's a bigger man, so he went into like more action and things like this. So I hope he doesn't go into that. But I, 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 I'm going to watch this uh, this man's career with, with with great interest actually because I'd like to see where he goes. I think he's it. a good actor. He is a good I actor. Think I think he's a um, strong actor. Tessa Thompson, I'm not really that sure of, but she seems to. I think she's she's British actress, isn't she? And she's she's made it over uh, stateside now. She was in Thor, Ragnarok, and um, uh, where's she born? So she oh she's born in Los Angeles. Mm, oh, there you go. So there you go. There goes. <laughs> oh, there they go. There they go. Hashtag so, <laughs> yeah, research. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought she was British, but there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really think that this will make you think. And I wish I watched it with someone, and I could have had a conversation with them uh, post watching it to see what we thought of it, and Didn't to get see the what invite. to see what Boots Riley actually was trying to trying kind to of say, yeah. say in this film to us. See, as a film. As a film, I enjoyed maybe the first act, first maybe 20, 30 minutes. Right. Because that was the comedy element, right? Mm. I li- I liked it. As soon as the fantasy sci-fi thing, I, I just thought it just ruined it. You don't do well with turns over. I, I'm, I'm not... Huge. The lady's not for turning. No, it isn't. I, uh, no, she isn't. I, I, I wasn't a huge... Fa- I, I just think it's it's too out there it's too out there it it just and for me it just ruined the film if i'm completely honest i wish they'd yes it's it, it, it's probably easier to to to, to just to just do one genre although I, I would say the comedy genre along with horror is they are the most difficult genres to to kind of to 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 do and to and to create a, a piece of uh work and you know a film that that really holds um but and this was on this was on track. First twenty minutes, half an hour was was really good. And the whole fantasy sci-fi thing kicked in. I thought oh, this is just too weird, man. I, I just but he is good. Mm. He is very good. Um, and everyone else around him was okay, but by far he had the best uh, presence. I think I think you're right. I, I, I think if he chooses his roles well. This guy could become a serious yeah, household name actor. No, he could become a household He's name. He's got definitely. versatility. Yeah, this yeah. guy, um, and I could see him doing places, but in, uh, going places. But in terms of a film, mm, okay. I, I, I'd 
No, I could. I could six point nine, I'd give it a five. I, I, I could. I could. I'd give it. A, I'd give it a six. I'd really? A six. Okay. Because I, I like weird films. So do I. Do you? Life of Brian. Search for the Holy Grail. I mean, those are weird Monty Python films. Yeah. Weird, right? No, but I'm talking about a, a serious film which turns weird. Was this a serious film? It was a comedy. Uh, okay, I'm talking about a semi-serious film that turns weird. Give me an example. Sorry to bother Apart you. Apart from this. Come to Daddy. You haven't seen Come to Daddy. But I'm using it as an example. Okay. Touche. Yeah. Resolution. Yeah, they started off well and then the the, the tangent kicked in. So you, what I'm saying is is you have history of not liking tangents. Which is funny. Cabin in the, the Woods. the name of this show. Cabin in the Woods, but I like. Cabin in the Woods wasn't really a tangent. Cabin in the Woods was... It was a tangent. No, it was... It Just was, not as big. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Cabin in the Woods was a bit of a tangent. I'm trying to think of other tangen, tangential films. Hmm, interesting topic. But... Tux. <laughs> Omar. Omar. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it's not the greatest film I've ever seen mm. by a long, long stretch, and there are problems with it. I remember why I saw this. The trailer looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, and the the soundtrack is really good to the film. Okay, it's a good good mix mm. of, uh, of of beats and uh, uh, contemporary music. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I mean, it does misstep. The the ending does misstep, but it did make me think a lot about, you know, are we workers? Who are we working for, really? And that's kind of the point of the film. Well, that's how I I interpreted the film anyway. Okay, fair enough. Right. But um, no, I, I can totally understand why you would you would knock <coughs> it down. I can I can I can see why you would. Um, in that review, you mentioned step and um, what else did you say? Beat. Mm. Which brings me on nicely to the next review, the Rap Game UK. Aspiring British MCs spend thirty days in a recording studio, competing to prove which one of them is the next rap superstar. Okay. <laughs> it seems kind of lame to me, but you know. It got 6.6, 6, okay. which isn't too bad. And, what did you watch it on? It's a, um, it's a TV show. It's a TV thing. I think it was on BBC. All right, Yeah, okay. it was BBC. It's been quite heavily, it's like, kind of like a BBC Three type of thing, you know, there's slightly... There not, isn't not, a BBC not too, Three anymore. Not too mainstream, kind of like that kind of... Kind of um, feel to it it's, it's not so really it's a BBC main, iPlayer thing mainstream yeah it's BBC iPlayer um, it's called the Rap Game UK and um, it's like one of these knockout um, tournament it's kind, a of knockout. Show, kind of shows you know like like the great British Bake Off you get a bunch of contestants who are really good in their in their in their sphere in their field uh, of work and in this case being uh, rappers like grime artists and rappers and so on and I guarantee you <coughs> Do yep. they use the Cypress Hill? So you want to be a rap superstar and live? No. You must use that as the no. background music all no, the time. No, I don't think so. No. Um, it's more grime. It's more grime and, right. and, and dubstep and grime. kind of current type of music as opposed to 90s uh, hip-hop, which I would have loved, but it didn't, it didn't take that route. So um, the, the, the judges are uh, DJ Target, who I think is a BBC uh, kind of dude, and Crepton Conan, who um, have always ha- done this kind of Grime, um, dare I say it? What's that kind of uh, music that they drill? Yeah, it's that kind of drill. Um, I guess d- drill music. The it's not the it's not classic hippity hoppity. It drill, um, grime, dubstep, that sort of garage. Thing. Not so much Gary Crane, not that sort of stuff. That's a more R and B, Craig David though. Craig David was garage, wasn't he? Well. Yeah, it was Garage. He was 100% Garage. Garage with R&B, right? Garage, maybe a little bit. I mean, obviously Garage has been inspired by R&B and a little, little bit of hip-hop. But now Garage was Garage. Unless you didn't have unless you Garage. Said, unless you lived in a, a unless terrorist. Unless you said Garage. Oh. Yeah. Um, this wasn't too bad, man. This wasn't too bad. Like, it's... Do you listen? Can I ask you a question first? No, I don't listen to that sort of music. Do you listen to Grime? I, I know what grime is I know I hear it like um, sort of Stormzy and things like that yeah that sort of thing I, I, there's one or two tracks that I like but I don't really listen I prefer hip hop and not the current sort of nonsense but sort of old school hip old school kind of 
you so know, I can't early get into grime. I can't do it. Some of the artists are good, but some of them are not so good. And this is what the show's about. So they pit the best artists, the best unsigned artists together, and they kind of ha- either have to do battles, they do have to they have to do duo collaborations, they work with different um, bits of music, they kind of have to uh, uh, write bars, lyrics, um, stanzas, if it was a poem, mm. they're not. Uh, Haikus? Yes. They all have high IQs. I am. Do they use iambic pentameters though? No, they don't. Um, and so the, each week they have a different kind of task, and they um, th- there's also like uh, you know in Eight Mile that was a particularly good show where they kind of get into a small, really um, arena, uh, 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 intimate Circle. intimate arena. There's uh, like guys on the guys on the left, guys on the right, and they just have. Are there, this, are there clowns uh, to the left of me, jokers to the right? Here I am stuck in a studio with you mm-hmm. um, and so from that if you like music and if you like the whole kind of bake-off um, <laughs> n- knockout if you, uh, if you like music format if you like bake-off format <laughs> 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 yeah, this music. is a really small demographic <laughs> you're aiming for here this foodies. is a really rap, so, so, rap so they go into if the you got the munchies they go, <laughs> they go into the, they go into the studio execs and they say you know what okay. they bring out a chart and they say you know the demographic we're missing <laughs> individuals who like Big Off and music. I've got just the thing. No, but I'm talking about the, the rap game UK. I'm, ta- uh. I'm talking about the format, the <laughs> format and the template, right? <laughs> so it kind of works. It kind of works. And the second season, so the second do you season, like? They're all in Birmingham. Like they're all in Birmingham. And do you like the? Uh, do you cakes. like the big cakes? <laughs> <laughs> do I like slices of cake? Yeah, I do. I do. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be dry though. Your cake. Yeah. Mm. Unlike the show, um, it was all right. It, it, it was okay. If you like music, if you like <laughs> <Stop> cake, <saying laughs> cake, if you like makeup, then, then then it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean, the the I have to say they could have they could have picked more charismatic judges though, man. They're very straight, deadpan, monotone. Dare I say, a little bit boring. Although very insightful, the stuff that some of the stuff and the feedback that they had to give was 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 like whoa I didn't even think about that like so they were nice little um, insights into the musical industry in the UK in the UK so, so, so that was kind of these co- are it MCs was, it was okay. rather than rappers though, aren't they MC rappers I mean same thing isn't it yeah but I mean MCs are more like over like garage and dubstep and hip hop nah. and, drum and, ba- and yeah. drum and bass and they're like going okay and what's a rapper but a bye 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 but a bye 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 that's more like that's bitty McLean yeah I suppose yeah I suppose so okay yeah yeah I'll take you back I'll take you back so okay got what are you giving it what are you giving it six are you addicted six not yet, but the fact that it's in Birmingham and it's nicely shot, and you're like, "Oh look, there's a Radisson. Oh look, there's Custard Factory. Oh look, that's that." There's oh, right, that, that they're outside of, my house. Yeah, outside my house, to Ute them, rapping, eating cake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go out and say, "Guys, would you like a scone? Have you got any frosting on you? <laughs> Perchance." So <laughs> decent. If it's if you're not interested in the genre, I would leave it. No. <laughs> I'd give it. I'd give it's it. It's got to be the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest uh, review I've ever heard in my life. It's literally you've gone. You know what? If you like, music, you like the pick. <laughs> if you like music, I like. You're gonna have to edit all of the laughter out of the show because what? <laughs> I mean, what possessed you to go down that route, bro? <laughs> King of the road. King of the road. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, God. Okay. So, so that's ratched, yeah. Is that rap? Or have we got ratched? Ratched. You've done ratched. Did we? You did ratched right at the no, beginning? No, 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 no. I talked a little bit about ratched. As in, I just mentioned Have the you seen ratched. it all? I've seen it all. Do you want to do it? Let me do it. Let me give you five minutes quick. All right, go on then, quick. All right. So, ratched... <laughs> This <laughs> descended into madness. <laughs> so, ratched or ratch, ratched, 
Yeah. Okay, whichever Ratched. way you want to pronounce it. Okay. Yeah. So it's eighteen crime Double drama. Double meaning. You can't interrupt if you say I'm going to be quick here. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> just, just think about, <laughs> just think about cake and music. All right. Oh, so uh, Ratchet's eighteen. It's a crime drama mystery. It's a TV series. In 1947, Mildred Ratchet. Or, or Ratched begins working as a nurse at a leading psychiatric hospital, but beneath her stylish exterior lurks a growing darkness. It's created by Ryan Murphy and Ivan Romansky, starring Sarah Paulson, Finn Wittrock, Cynthia Nixon, blah, blah, blah. So I watched this with the wife, okay? Now, the production value that we talk about associated with Netflix is always stellar, and it's there's mm. no, there's no um, shortage of... Of pulling out the stops on this, I mean, it is beautiful to look at. Okay, mm. several problems with this show. First of all, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. Um, the the music, <laughs> the music is quite overpowering. Now it's set in the nineteen nineteen forties, so it's got some lovely um, lovely music that uh, you you will Typical be familiar of that era. with. You will yeah. be familiar with it, but you won't really know it because obviously we weren't even exist in existence in the, at those times, right? Especially if you've ever played a game called Bioshock, um, it, oh, yeah, you know yeah, the okay. soundtrack to Bioshock. When you play it, you're like, "Wow, this is such an amazing soundtrack!" And there's a lot of 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 of, of scores of, of pieces from that in this, which I'm familiar with for that reason. So it brought back that. Now, the main problem I have with this show is it's well acted, it's well written, it's quite stupid. If I'm being honest in with you, in what sense? I mean, I, I can't go into it too much because okay. it will spoil things. But Try not when, to. It's quite. It's quite woke. So, for example, okay. there's a, a lady and a man. Woke equals stupid. No, it's 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 woke and stupid at the oh, same right, time. Okay, right. right. So, the, uh, in, in different instances, okay. Okay. So, it, there's like a lady and a man living together as a marriage of convenience, but he happens to be black, and you're thinking this is 1947. You know that would, and she's working for a governor, and that just wouldn't happen. Okay. Right. You know, I mean, I'd love it to have happened, but it wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. All right. There's like a, a, a Filipino man as uh, the, the, the lead psych, uh, psychiatrist in this hospital. Once again, 1947 America, pretty sure this wouldn't happen. All right. Um, those are little instances that does. That, it bothers me to the sense that it kind of takes you out of the time period. But in terms of uh, allowing uh, ethnic minorities to have more roles in films is a good thing. But you got to there has to be a balance. And for me, it, 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 like I've mentioned this many times before, kind of pulls you out of the scene. And the setting and the the uh, the production is wonderful, really, really, really beautiful. The hospital is way too pretty. All right, in 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 its in, in its interior. Okay, and because I have seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, you think to yourself. This woman's not really like that at all, okay? She does very, very questionable things. Very, very questionable things. And she's, I mean, I don't know whether she's presented as some kind of anti-hero or some kind of uh, misguided soul. So it's I didn't like, sympathize. I didn't... It was, but she was like that in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because right. you couldn't quite tell right. whether but, she was... But she didn't... You know, once again, without going into it in too much detail, mm. she wasn't. She might have done, obviously, behind the scenes when, you, when 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 we're not watching it. But you never got the the damage that that, that this uh, Mildred Ratchet does is a completely different kind of damage Obvious. than the psychological damage okay. that the nurse Ratchet right. does okay. in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's okay. Nest. Okay, I'm reading in between right? the lines. Here. You're reading in between the lines, right? Um, the plot is very stupid. Okay. The um, the dialogue at times is really clunky and quite forced. Um, the once again, the music is really overpowering, and it seems like there are no breaks in music for the entire episode. There's moments when they're kind of she's walking down a corridor, and it kind of goes all red behind her, uh, a la Shining. Uh, you know, the, playing paying homage to the kind of Shining where uh, you know it, it's kind of telling her mood. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's telling her mood at the, uh, you know, uh, what she's experiencing at that time. But generally, when I reached the end of the season, I was quite let down by the directions that it had taken. And I, I honestly felt that um, it was it was a bit ludicrous. It was a bit really really you know really you're like kind of really mm. really 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 I stuck with it because the missus was into it and it's time time spent together is, yeah. is always time well spent I suppose they say 
But if I was watching this on my own, I'd have ditched it. I'd have ditched it after what three one or episode. Four epi- there are some really good episodes, but there are some really poor episodes. That and is such a shame because I loved. Obviously, you know, I love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, it's nothing to, like to get, that. It's, so it's got nothing. It's, to, it's got. I mean, I have no idea. Apart from the character, I mean, not even the character. I have. They have. Okay. They're literally jumping on. The, just the name. Just the name, and they think to themselves, "Well, you know, we can kind of tie into." What happened? Nah, then but, you've lost but, me. But, then you've lost me. I, no, but, I'm, I know, will not be watching. In terms this. of the beauty of it, I have to say it is very, very beautiful, and it's really beautifully shot, and the locations they've all picked are gorgeous, right? But uh, I mean, and it's quite violent at times. Uh, some of the acting isn't great. Some of the side characters really one one point five dimensional kind of characters, but. There are moments that you think to yourself, it's good, and, and I mean, it's some some areas where it's overacted. Yeah, uh, it's a. What real... would you give it? What would you give it out out of ten? I it mean, got I'd seven point three. I, I would give it a five. Seriously. Overall, over the course of uh, um, eighteen eighteen episodes, no, there wasn't eighteen. There's nine episodes. That, that, that obviously it's been renewed for another season, so yeah. they put that in there. So over the over the course of nine episodes, I would say I fully enjoyed. I remember we finished the first episode and the wife said one more and I said this is this is kind of slow isn't it mm. and for me to say it's kind of slow yeah yeah it, means it like must it's be really slow. like tortoise yeah, and yeah. the hare slow yeah Lincoln slow no man Lincoln was another level of slow Lincoln <laughs> yeah, okay. should have been a TV show yeah <laughs> set over 50,000 mm. years but I would like you to just watch one episode I'll do just right, one okay. episode and just if that will give you a feel of, of how the rest of it's going to go She's good, Sarah Paulson, who plays uh, Mildred Ratchet. Yeah. But it 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 falls apart. This is the most watched show in Netflix history. Is it? I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was oh, no. oh, as in a Netflix show. Yeah, and this is right. the most watched Netflix show in Netflix, Netflix production Netflix history. Right. I'm really surprised at that. Okay. I'll watch one episode and I'll get back to you. Watch one episode with the other half. Yep. And let me know what you think. I think the other half will be into it a lot more. It's very girl power, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. But it's it's a strange one, this. It's a strange... I can't really categorize it into what I felt. But there are some... I mean, it's implausible in, in, in aspects, you know. And it's violent, really violent. And unnecessarily so. And for me to say it's unnecessarily mm. so is really unnecessary. So I'd like you to watch it just because I'd like to hear what you think about it, really. I shall give it one watch. But it is time. And that's a wrap for this week. I'm Ibs, he's Raz, and that was another episode of Movies, TV and Tangents. Thank you for listening and putting up with us. As always, forgive us for the excessive amount of laughter in this show. If you like the if you do like the show, please tell a friend, family member and or colleague we can be contacted via movies tv tangents at gmail.com and remember we're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and please follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at movies tv tangents. That's all for this week. Stay safe people. Be good well, if, to one if, another. If you like music and baking, then please subscribe. Over and out. Mm-hmm.